Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition, a monthly podcast series about Ukrainian tech and IT startups and their efforts to go global. Today is Friday, March 12th, 2021. Our guest for this episode is Nick Oseiko, who is the founder and CEO of a Ukrainian tech startup by the name of Carbominer. Welcome, Nick. How are you? Hello, Mike. Thank you for uh, my chance to be here. I am fine. Let's start. Thank you for coming today, Nick. Appreciate it. To start off with, I think we should get some background on yourself. So if you can talk a little bit about your educational background and then your professional background. Uh, okay. I have graduated from uh, Kiev Polytechnical Institute in 1989. And my specialty was information and measurement techniques. The formal title or how we call it uh, in my diploma is engineer electrician. So from the formal viewpoint, I have an engineering uh, educational background. In the early 90s, the situation in, in my country was quite chaotic. And it turned uh, out that there was no jobs for, for engineering, for young engineers. So I was forced to, to change my, my focus from, uh, from technical, from engineering stuff to finance. And for 10 years, I had been working as a finance director or CFO, as, as the position is called now, in various companies, both uh, international and local ones. Then uh, in the year of 20. Uh, or four after 10 years being in finance, I switched and uh, I spent next 15 years in human resource consulting as uh, a leader of a local human resource consulting company called HR Center. We were mostly doing uh, the services related to the surveying uh, of the staff, of the personnel of our clients for such uh, directions as uh, personnel engagement, ENPS measurement, uh, testing of uh, corporate culture, and so on. In 2015, I decided to, to go to my roots, back to engineering. I spent uh, several years working in uh, heat management projects, so developing some stuff. And then the time, of the, the, the time for the Carbominer came in uh, early 2019. So Nick, how did you come up with the idea for Carbominer and why did you decide to establish it? Uh, as I told, uh, our project started in uh, early 2019 uh, when we came to the idea. And it was, you know, it, it's in effect a funny story because it, it was a, a family conversation and the, the, uh, our family doctor was present because our small daughter was sick and we had a discussion and somehow... That discussion touched the, the, the point that uh, we were discussing the issue that how it comes that the, the health level of uh, each next generation is, is weaker, is lower than the generations before uh, us. How it comes that our parents were healthier than we are and our grandparents were even more healthier. And uh, our family doctor, Alena Petrovna, she told us that that's true, that's, that, that there is such a phenomenon. And when we asked her about 
possible reasons for that, why it is happening. Uh, she told us that maybe this is ecology, maybe this rising level of carbon dioxide. She said, nobody knows for sure. And, you know, being an engineer in my soul, I immediately responded, uh, look, come on, there is no problem to, to fix the carbon dioxide uh, issue. Uh, and why I was so, oh, so, so sure about it, because this is a, a, an old uh, technical problem. So for, for decades, humanity knows how to handle this issue in submarines uh, to provide the crews with the fresh air. So they capture carbon dioxide and circulate the air and in the space station. So this is the old problem. And somehow I was pretty much sure it is solvable. So I said to, to my wife and to our doctor, why don't we put some small machine in the corner of our bedroom and just circulate the air through it? And that does the clean the air. And my wife responded, so what? Shall we keep our kids inside, indoor all the time? <laughs> That's why we started to think about bigger scale, about uh, capturing carbon dioxide from the open air outside in the bedroom. And when you started Carbon Miner, did you have your own funds or did you look for investors? I started my projects, uh, both kit management projects and uh, Carbon Miner with my own internal funding. And uh, we, we got some financial support only in early 2020, early last year in January, when we uh, started our small R&D lab. And can you tell us something about the carbon miner product and how it works? Formally, our product, the thing we are going to sell is carbon dioxide itself. Uh, we are going to sell the carbon dioxide, the CO2, capture it to greenhouse operators as a cost efficient and climate friendly alternative to the uh, CO2 day by now, because Anyway, uh, most of modern greenhouses buys uh, carbon dioxide and inject it into indoor atmosphere to boost the speed of the, uh, the plant growth. Uh, we plan to install our capture modules uh, nearby the target greenhouses and simply sending carbon dioxide from our capturing module to the greenhouse via flexible pipe. Saying this, I mean we are going to cut a significant part of the total uh, carbon dioxide uh, cost chain. So we do not need the storage uh, at the production plant. We don't need uh, compressing expenses, liquefying expenses, transportation expenses, and again, storage expenses at the client side. This is the model. And do you actually have a piece of hardware right now that you've tested? Yeah, uh, we are building our first uh, industrial scale module at the moment. Uh, using the last funding uh, we got in uh, in October of uh, 2020. And this capturing module would be in the form factor of the standard shipping container, 20 feet container. And will your customers buy this module or will they lease it or rent it? Our model is that uh, we uh, retain the uh, those modules as uh, ours and we sell the gas itself, the carbon dioxide. So there is a meter, a metering device, which uh, counts how much carbon dioxide was delivered to the greenhouse. And we bill our clients uh, simply by metering. It's very similar to electricity, metering and, and billing. 
Nick, is your company KF based and how many staff members do you have? And are there any other offices at this time? We are in Kiev. We have our R&D lab uh, with small scale production facility in Kiev in uh, western part of the city. And we have no offices in other places or, or in other countries. Uh, we have uh, 10 team members on board at the moment. And we are also outsourcing the auxiliary functions as legal accounting, website development, and so on. Why do you think the Ukrainian VC firm SMRK became interested in your product and decided to fund it? First of all, I think uh, they are uh, generally interested uh, in uh, modern clean tech projects. And uh, with us, uh, we have raised seed rounds from them, from SMRK in October of last year, of 2020. And the story is simple. We had been developing our capturing technology about uh, seven months before that in our small R&D lab in Kiev. And the partner who helped us to establish this small research lab was exactly the SMRK. So it was like first pre-seed funding in in January, which helped us to extend our research. And then naturally it uh, went to the seed round in October. And I understand that your product is in its early stage now. So when do you actually plan to bring it to the market? And will you sell it only in Ukraine or do you have plans to go beyond Ukraine? Our plan is uh, to put our first industrial scale capturing model for internal tests in April. So in one month with uh, testing results positive, we are aiming to put the same module to real field pilot testing nearby the client uh, greenhouse. And if successful, we are going to raise our late seed round and uh, using that money uh, to raise it maybe in, in May or June of this year. And we are going to raise this uh, round money to establish a production facility in Kiev or in uh, Eastern Europe. So our plan is to have our first industrial modules out of the, our production facility maybe late this year, 2021, or early next year. Nick, who is your competition out there? We are not alone in DAC or direct air capture niche of carbon capturing. I want to name our three most famous main competitors as a company from United States called Global Thermostat and one company from Canada, well-known company called Carbon Engineering. And maybe the, the, the main, the closest competitor of the Swiss company Climbworks, because this company uh, is also going to, to sell some, some of the CO2 captured to greenhouse, or at least such information is present uh, in, in their website. So why the focus on greenhouses as opposed to other aspects of the carbon capture market? How large is the greenhouse market in your estimation? Greenhouse market uh, is quite big worldwide. There are 500,000 hectares worldwide of greenhouse area and 200,000 hectares uh, of, uh, from, from this are in, uh, in European Union. So uh, coming back to the, your previous question, uh, we are aiming to sell our technology, to sell carbon dioxide capturing not in Ukraine, but mostly in European countries. So we are targeting Spain at the moment as our first country. 
And is there any thought to licensing the technology as opposed to developing the actual module itself and then managing the uh, distribution of the CO2? Oh, thank you, Mike. This is a good question. Formally, we are doing everything at the moment to, to develop the technology ourselves. But uh, as we have our IP uh, protected, we have a patent pending status. I think that the licensing option should not be you know, taken uh, from, from our view. We, we could consider it. Nick, unfortunately, we're just about out of time. But I did want to ask one last question. What do you think will be the greatest challenge in successfully launching Carbon Miner as a product? From our experience with uh, carbon capture, from what we already know, is that scaling the tech from the lab scale to industrial scale is uh, a really challenging thing. For example, you know, lab environment is one thing and open air conditions is completely different. As both ambient temperature and humidity level are important factors for carbon dioxide capture efficiency, you can imagine how difficult it could be to create a big capturing machine able to work stably in different weather conditions. I think that the main challenge is to create a capture process which would be able to work stably. Nick, I want to thank you for coming on Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition today. Mike, thank you for, for your invitation. It was my pleasure. I have been speaking with Nick Oseko, who is the founder and CEO of a Ukrainian carbon capture tech startup called Carbominer. And this is Mike Burek, your host and producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition, a monthly podcast series about Ukrainian tech and IT companies and their efforts to go global. Until next time, that's all for now.